All right, it is K-O-V-E and the County 10 podcast. My name is Jared Anderson, and our challenge for charities, Lander Community Foundation series continues with the great ladies from the Lander Library Friends Association. We've got Becky Packer, Amy Vincent, and Marty Brace in studio with us. Ladies, thank you all for being here. How are you? Great. It's yeah, so good, good to be doing here. Good. Love Happy it. to be here. Thank you. I was able to uh, interview a couple of you last year for the uh, Library Friends Association, and yes. I know a lot of people in the community know what you're all about, but if somebody's brand new or maybe they just moved to Lander, what does the Library Friends Association do? Well, we support the library and their activities, mostly their programming. We've helped them a little bit this last year with their expansion. There's a new tween area for the kids that are kind of, you know, not quite teens yet, but mm-hmm. are in that in-between area. So they've done got a new area there if you want to go check it out and stuff. Another thing that we do um, is uh, we have a Born to Read program that we've done for the babies for over 20 years, the new babies in the area that are born. Um, so we have um, that, and we have the book nook. Marty kind of heads that up. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, Marty? The Book Nook is um, a place that has books for anybody, everybody, all tastes. We are in the downstairs of the library, so in the basement of the Carnegie Building. And we get books from um, the library, books they don't want, and from people in the community. And we (laughs) organize them clean them, and put them on the shelves. We have a huge turnover. So if you were in a couple of weeks ago, come on back because we probably have something different. Should I say the hours? Yes. Okay. And we are open on Tuesdays from 1 to 5 and Fridays from 12 to 4. And we're, we're hoping to have summer hours on Saturdays, but it's not quite set yet. Yes, because there were just... The library is just going to start to be open on Saturday, right? Right, this right. Coming Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the money we raise goes to the library for projects and programs, yep. including Born to Read, um, reading groups in the summer and the winter, reading programs, and whatever else they need. Yes. That's so important for everybody, especially our youth. And I, I know there's a lot going on at the library specifically. You talk about all of those extra programs. We know the library's full of books, but you guys are doing hands-on activities and different things all the time. Yes. One of the things they did, too, that we've just started, well, it's been the last mm, couple of years is they've hired a page and an intern. And we've been able to help them do that in the summers, too, which has been really great. Yeah, and it's a really great experience for the page or the intern because these are high school kids who, you know, think that librarianship might be something that they're interested in going into. Awesome. Um, So they get that kind of hands-on, real-world experience. um, And the library has an extra set of hands. Yeah. And it's so fun to go in and see those young kids working because usually they were patrons that have been there a lot. Mm -hmm. Then you go in and see them on the other side of the desk working. It's so fun. Yep. <laughs> I love it. And and because of the patrons, because of the page and pages and interns, the library has been able to expand its hours yep. to the pu- for the, the public, to be open to the public. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. 
That's great to hear that those resources are in place. And maybe so many people, it seems like, think uh, they take libraries for granted. We've got these access, uh, this access to free public libraries in our communities. That doesn't just happen. There's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah, even my even my family, for all the years that I worked at the library, they'd, they'd be like, why are you going to work at 8, Mom? Or why are you staying late? And I'm like, you know the library's not open. I'm like, well, you know, the books don't just magically appear <laughs> on the shelves. <laughs> you know, there are other things happening They, you know, that we have to do. So I don't know, it's kind of crazy. But <clears throat> why don't you talk about Bookmarked, Amy, a little bit and explain what's happening with Bookmarked. Yeah, well, and I did a whole um, show with um, Vince. On, oh, did you? Already? Yeah. yeah. Um, but bookmark the Bookmarked Literary Arts Festival... Um, was kind of created out of a need that I saw when I was working at the library to connect um, readers, which is just anyone who likes to read, Mm -hmm. anyone who reads anything, Um, and our local writers, because we have a ton of writers. Um, And this year, we we always try and bring in um, a keynote speaker, somebody who's like a little more well-known but has a connection to Lander or to the state, um, and this year we are bringing in Chris Bojalian, mm-hmm. who Becky in particular is very excited I was excited so excited. About. I know. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just reading his latest Lioness book. So fun. Good. So good. Um, yeah, he's very, he's pretty prolific. And, um, you know, he had one book that was an Oprah book club selection. He had one book that was turned into an HBO movie series. Or wow. TV yes. series, mm-hmm. Flight Attendant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has connections to Lander. So, it's just pretty exciting, and that's at the end of September. That's great. It's so exciting for people to get to meet an author and then to work on their own writing themselves and uh, be even more inspired to go uh, uh, write something and to be able to discuss it with an author in person is very cool. Yep. yep. And if you would like to read some of his books before he comes, there are books in the library and in the book nook. Yes. Um, yep. So including... The flight attendant, yeah, <laughs> and and several others, yeah, outstanding. Yeah. The book nook is a really great resource. I was just visiting um, yesterday, Cindy. I went to visit a older lady just in my neighborhood, and she was she had these books out on her table, and she was telling me about the book nook. I'm not kidding, oh, Marty. Nice. She was she was I saying she goes there at least once a month, and she was telling this other lady that was with me all about the book nook. Oh. So it was pretty funny. I loved it. Because this other lady did not know about the book nook. If you can believe it, I know. Wow. I know, crazy. So, yeah. So that's, yeah. So it was pretty nice to have people people talking about it. Yeah. Because the more books that people can read and have access Mm -hmm. to, the better. Well, and take their books. If they, you know, when they're done reading, they can take Mm -hmm. them in and they can be recycled. And I would put a, a, little plug-in for uh, the Born to Read books, too. If you, if you should be getting a little kit of books, a couple of books, when your babies are born in the hospital. And um, the uh, public health nurses are also taking the books wow. around to the babies um, because some of the babies are now being born in Thermopolis and other places. Mm-hmm. So if you aren't getting them here at the hospital, um, they should be getting them there and so it's like just to make sure your babies are getting read to and it kind of just helps you and teaches you to read to your baby and it was a program that I started 
um, when my first grandson was born, and that was 23 years ago. <laughs> so young. I was a very young grandma. So. That's a, a, another great resource that uh, you guys are doing there. It's so important that kids have access to books. Another thing that some of us may take for granted is just access to books that some families don't have. Or uh, even if you're like me with my two kids and you've got rooms overflowing with books, it's always nice to have new books and different things to read to get inspired. So awesome. Challenge for Charities going on through the Lander Community Foundation. You mentioned a little bit, but uh, how does that money impact uh, you guys directly? Oh, it's huge it makes it has made such a difference in our program and how um they match the funds that we get and it's it's where we it's how we fund our born to read books it's how we fund our page and our intern it's how we have funded the the programs we're trying to bring authors in this next year and um everything so at the c4c and the challenge for charities is how we've been able to do it and our um friends programs and the other libraries in Wyoming and everything I said how do you guys do it and this is exactly how we do it we couldn't do it any other way and the people in Lander have been and continue to be very very generous oh yes in supporting um, the library via challenge for charities and um, the Lander Friends Association mm-hmm Yes, <clears throat> we just live in such a, we were talking before we started, mm-hmm. what a generous community we live in. Yeah, exactly. Even even if it's a couple of bucks that you've got to spare, mm-hmm. pick a nonprofit and uh, it goes even further thanks to the Lander Community Foundation. So, all right, uh, Lander Library Friends Association, you can find that under the little drop down menu there at LanderCommunityFoundation.org. Uh, and uh, is there anything I left out? Anything else we need to get on here? I think that's We've covered it pretty good. Perfect. Well, thank you for coming in again this year, and uh, best of luck to you, but thanks for all you do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care.